Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Tuesday. It is the 12th of December. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. The final holiday of the year is projected to follow the pattern of others when it comes to the number of people expected to hit the roadways and airports. AAA Iowa spokesman Brian Ortner says holiday travel from the region, including Iowa, is projected to be the fourth highest on record. A fun way to describe it, I guess, is wash, rinse, repeat when we look at how 2023 has been. Um, you know, even despite inflationary pressures, and Americans and, and Iowans are still willing to get out and travel for those holidays. We've seen it over Thanksgiving. We saw it over Independence Day. And now we're seeing it for Christmas and New Year's coming up. Ortner says the travel surge continues to be driven by the pandemic, which kept everyone from traveling. Senate Democratic leader Pam Yoakum says Democrats are developing a plan of targeted income tax cuts, like raising the earned income tax credit for low and moderate income workers, as an alternative to the GOP goal of getting rid of the state's income tax. If there's going to be any changes in a tax system, number one, you don't eliminate the income tax system because it is a more fair tax system based on ability to pay. Democrats have no power in the Iowa legislature. Governor Kim Reynolds and Republican lawmakers say their ultimate goal is complete elimination of the state income tax. Reynolds approved income tax rate reductions in 2018, and in 2022, the governor signed a bill that is making deeper cuts in tax rates for individuals and corporations. It will eventually shrink the individual income tax rate to just under 4% by 2026. Republicans in the Senate say eliminating the state income tax will make Iowa more competitive with states like South Dakota, Florida, Texas, and Tennessee that do not have a state income tax. The 2024 Iowa legislative session begins next month. A presidential candidate forum that focuses on minority issues will not take place this year in Iowa. IPR's Sheila Brummer has reaction from one of the event's organizers. The Iowa Brown and Black Presidential Forum won't happen on January 13th in Des Moines due to the lack of GOP candidates willing to attend. Wayne Ford co-founded the event almost 40 years ago, which has received national coverage. Ford says he's disappointed only one candidate, Dallas CEO Ryan Binkley, registered this election cycle. Why did people did not choose to come to our forum? Uh, we've had support of uh, Republican leaders. I don't know. That's the best thing I can tell you. You need to ask the candidates to get that answer. The last time the event was canceled happened in 1996, when President Bill Clinton ran unopposed and Republicans did not participate. A recent study by the U.S. Department of Agriculture shows after a decade of decline, the population of rural America grew by a quarter of a percent from 2020 to 2022. John Cromarty is a geographer with the Economic Research Service of the USDA. He says not all rural areas saw increases. It's sort of harder for a population in the Corn Belt or the Great Plains to grow because the population is, on average, much older. You don't have as many younger people having kids, and it's harder to attract those kinds of families. Cromarty says people left major cities during the COVID pandemic. Others retired and moved to resort areas, including the Upper Great Lakes and Ozarks. Trends show rural cities with populations of 10,000 or more tend to keep and attract more people by offering amenities found in metro areas. And the Eastern Iowa Airport in Cedar Rapids will pay $1.1 million to buy a residential property south of the airport contaminated with forever chemicals known as PFAS. 
The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports the airport commission unanimously approved resolutions yesterday to buy property from Paul and Nikki Hynek, who bought the parcel in 2015 and agreed to not hold the airport liable for PFAS on the property. The agreements resolve about two years of negotiation with the Hynix, who learned in 2020 water from their well has PFAS levels three and a half times more than a lifetime limit set by the federal government that was in effect at the time. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Support for IPR comes from The Healing Room at Upstream Functional Medicine offering medical spa services that support the body's natural ability to detoxify from environmental challenges. Learn more about The Healing Room at UpstreamFM.com.